my name is Ryan Lee. I am an author and speaker from Dallas, Texas. And the verse of the day is Proverbs 18, verse 10. It says this, says the name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Whenever you find yourself going through a tough time, what's your go-to move? Where do you run first? Some run to social media. Scrolling allows them to sort of zone out. Some run to work. It's their release. They throw themselves into work projects because sometimes they don't want to face their personal problems. Some run to harmful substances, perhaps fall into habits that can be destructive to their future. Some run to a trusted friend, someone they can confide in that could perhaps empathize with their trial. Whether or not our go-to move or the place we run is a healthy option or not, I just have to wonder what would happen in our life if God was where we ran first. One day I was going through some stuff. So I, I called my wife. She didn't answer. Called my brothers. They didn't answer. Called my mama. She didn't answer. I called four or five of my closest friends. None of these people answered their phone inside the same hour in the middle of the day. I started trying to guess what everyone was so busy doing that they couldn't answer my phone call. Like, you ever tried calling a friend? They ignore your call and then you see them post something on social media. You're like, your phone clearly works. I'm like, where's everybody at? I went to try and call another friend. And in that moment, I felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit just say, hey, I'm available. How many outgoing phone calls are you going to make before you turn to where you should have called first? The name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. I don't know where you might consider running today. I don't know who in your life you might consider calling to help you but i have to encourage us to consider what it would look like to make the name of the lord the first name we call on in every trial in every circumstance that's what i want you to think about today hey hey, hey everyone welcome back to chew the bible it's your good friend Hey, hey, Ron. Hope everyone had an amazing day. What is today's the 22nd? Yeah, today is May 22nd, 2022. 52222. It's uh 926 in the evening. Oh man, today was very interesting. I that that word from Ryan Leak that you just heard on the Bible app was exactly what I needed to hear. Exactly what I needed to hear. This has kind of been the story of my life in the last three, four years where I found myself going to all of these all of these places. All of these places, these people and places running to all these people in places thinking that they would somehow restore me, heal me, help me, fill in the blank, whatever, just, you know. And ultimately, only God, only God, the Lord, can fulfill me and satisfy me, quench my thirst. Uh... And as much as I would desire to uh, 
be in a relationship again, a serious, committed one. It's, um, especially during this difficult time in my life, uh, I know that, like, that was, like, that was the most timely word, like, exactly what I needed to hear. Just a reminder, you know, that only the Lord can satisfy me. And I honestly believe in my heart as I keep pursuing him, then everything else is just going to fall into place. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. I know there's going to always be challenges, but I do know at least that I'm on the right track. So it was cool listening to my stepdad preach today. He was talking about the children of Israel. I think he was in Numbers. One of those book, one of those chapters in Numbers, talking about the children of Israel. Yeah, wandering in the wilderness. And um, yeah, it was good. It was good. And just the importance of having faith to enter into the promised land and whose report will you believe the two spies Joshua and Caleb or the other ten it was real good I need to go back and listen to it I recorded it on my phone I'm blessed to have uh, the stepdad that I have uh, afterward we all went to uh, we were going to go to first watch it was me, my brother, my mom, my stepdad, and my stepbrother. Um, but they had a long wait, so we just went to Denny's. They didn't have that long of a wait. And it wasn't too bad. I just got a, I got like a breakfast burger. I figure I need some beef because everybody keeps telling me my hands are cold. I guess I got circulation issues I need to fix. So... I figure I eat some beef with some iron in it. Doesn't beef have iron? I believe it does. Anyway, it's so late. I'm tired. My brain is just like out of it. I just heard somebody say years ago, like if you eat more, you need to eat more beef. I don't know. I need to Google like ways to improve your blood circulation. Anyway, after Denny's, uh. So I do. Oh yeah. Made some more phone, couple more phone calls to some family members. Talked to this my dad's supervisor at Ford. Well, both of the supervisors, and there was this black lady who's known my dad pretty much the entire time he's worked at the plant here in KC. And she was devastated. And she just had nothing but kind things to say about my father. And she's like, man, I wish I had, if I just had even 75% of this plant like your dad, it would be a different work environment. Just had nothing but great things to say. And she's like saying how he was well respected there at Ford. And yeah, just had just nothing but great things to say. So. Um, uh, and then yeah the people at the um, where my dad's body is being held the what do you call that place 
the toxic toxicology people. Anyway, the people that got my dad's body. And the lady called me. And anyway, they're going to should be able to transport it tomorrow to the crematory place. We're going there tomorrow to get my pops cremated. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Gotta take care of that tomorrow. Yeah, we gotta my brother and I gotta go there at nine thirty. <sighs> gotta handle that. What else? Then we get to go to his job, Ford, and handles all that business stuff with them, with his retirement and life insurance policy and all that stuff that they have at Ford. And I told the lady, like, gave our the lady our information, like, phone number, email, said, hey, we'd be love to, like, hear from any employees that have any stories about father my dad or any this nice kind things they want to say about him we love to hear it because i know he made a huge impact there at ford my dad was pretty much an undercover evangelist so and she the other lady she was like your dad didn't just talk the talk he walked it and yeah it's very refreshing to hear people hear this lady just Go on and on about my father, cause I don't know. I think of, I think about myself like I don't know if people would talk about me the same way. <laughs> Just you were saying she never saw him get mad at anybody, or um, there was only one time they ever saw my dad get upset, and they and she was and everybody came to his defense, cause it was like if if Lester's upset, then some really they must have done something really wrong. Because, yeah, it takes a lot for my dad to get upset. A lot. So, anyway. I'm just blessed to call him my father. I know he's cheering my brother and I on right now. Um, I appreciate any prayers that y'all have been giving. Yeah, my brother and I decided we might do like a little, we're going to do like a little small moment of like prayer and silence maybe with my mom and my stepdad just like a little intimate time along with my dad's ashes and we'll spread some of them uh around the country like near this river walk where my dad used to walk a lot he's gonna walks a lot at the uh, river market area spread some of his ashes over there and just random places and then get the rest of them to uh family to be interned they call it into some wall out there in virginia anyway this is all new to me so yeah so the main ceremony to honor my dad's life will be done in virginia sometime by the end of the month <sighs> my daughter's birthday is coming up ava She'll be nine. I still need to mail her something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. What else? 
Anything else? No. Let's get to the word. Proverbs 27. Proverbs 27. Don't boast about tomorrow. The key word there is boast. It's okay to talk about tomorrow, but don't get too excited about making plans. Everybody passes away with plans. Don't boast about tomorrow, for you don't know what a day might bring. Let another praise you and not your own mouth. A stranger and not your own lips. That's exactly what that lady was doing when she was boasting about or just praising my father and talking about how great he was. Verse 3. A stone is heavy and sand, a burden, but aggravation from a fool outweighs them both. Fury is cruel and anger a flood, but who can withstand jealousy? I'm dealing with a little jealousy right now. <sighs> but I'll be alright. Verse 5. Better an open reprimand than concealed love. The wounds of a friend are trustworthy, but the kisses of an enemy are excessive. Interesting. A person who is full tramples on a honeycomb, but to a hungry person, any bitter thing is sweet. And I'm very hungry right now. Not not for food, but just for like love and affection. But I'll be alright. First eight. Anyone wandering from his home is like a bird wandering from its nest. Oil and incense. Oil and incense bring joy to the heart, and the sweetness of a friend is better than self counsel. But the soul is torn up by affliction. The sweetness of a friend is better than self counsel. It's good to have good friends. My stepdad had this friend that he knew when my stepdad went to VMI, Virginia Military Institute, out there in Richmond, Virginia, or wherever it is in Virginia. Anyway, he had this buddy who they went to college together, and they hadn't seen each other in over 40-something years, but they had been Facebook friends. And uh, when my stepdad posted on, line that he'd be in town this friend came drove all the way from this little town in kansas bayshore kansas to see my stepdad i thought that was cool see my stepdad preach that's it's good when you have people like that in your life not everybody can say that they have good friendships you know if you have one cherish it don't never let it go Cause they're hard to find. They're few and far in between. Is that how you say that phrase? Sometimes I say phrases wrong. Anyway, they're hard to find. Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Ones we can depend on. Friends. Ah. Don't abandon your friend or your father's friend. And don't go to your brother's house in your time of calamity. Better a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. Now that doesn't make sense. Aren't you supposed to be able to go to your brother when you're in a bad state? 
time of calamity. Anyway, so they can console you. All right, verse 11. Be wise, my son, and bring my heart joy so that I can answer anyone who taunts me. A sensible person sees danger and takes cover. The inexperienced keep going and are punished. Mm. A lot of people try to say experience is the best teacher. I don't know about that. Don't know about that one. Take his garment, for he has put up security for a stranger. Get collateral if it is for foreigners. If one blesses his neighbor with a loud voice early in the morning, it will be counted as a curse to him. My mother-in-law used to quote this scripture a lot. Jackie's scripture about people that like to be super loud first thing in the morning. She would quote this one. She would crack me up. An endless dripping on a rainy day and a nagging wife are alike. The one who controls her controls the wind and grasps oil with his right hand. Iron sharpens iron, and one person sharpens another. That's a memory verse. gets quoted a lot. Any memory verse. Whoever tends a fig tree will eat its fruit, and whoever looks after his master will be honored. As water reflects the face, so the heart reflects the person. Sheol and Abaddon are never satisfied. And people's eyes are never satisfied. Ain't that the truth? Especially in 2022. A crucible refines silver. A smelter refines gold. And a person refines his praise. Though you grind a fool in a mortar with a pestle along with grain, you will not separate his foolishness from him. Hmm. Know well the condition of your flock and pay attention to your herds, for wealth is not forever. When hay, yeah, not even a crown lasts for all time. When hay is removed and new growth appears and the grain from the hills is gathered in, lambs will provide your clothing and goats the price of a field. There will be enough goat's milk for your food, food for your household, and nourishment for your female servants. All right, let's read these Tony Evans notes, and then your boy is about to go to sleep. Tomorrow, my brother and I are going to get some emos. Going to run our errands to the crematory, Ford, and then I have a bunch of trash. And tomorrow will also be a trash day to haul a lot of trash out. Solomon says jealousy is more relentless than anger. Don't foolishly make yourself its target. Hmm. That's why I'm, Lord, all this jealousy I'm feeling, you know what it's about. I'm taking it in my hands and giving it over to you because it's too much for me. 
Better the friend who will, with love, wound us for our good than someone who excessively kisses up to us and never tells it like it is. Yeah, it's good to have friends that tell you like it is. After all, or it don't always make you feel like they tell you when your roses stink. After all, didn't Judas betray Jesus with a kiss? A true friend corrects you when you're wrong. A legitimate friend will never absolve you of the evil you do. That's how you know you got good people around you. Uh, like my buddy Caesar, he was calling me out related to my decision, related to seeing my kids and all that. And I still got a long way to go with that whole situation, but it's looking like a lot of that's just going to be a lot of prayer. Um, a lot of prayer. So, I finally did hear back from my former wife, but not related to my kids, but she did send her condolences. So, yeah, that's at least something. I just heard from my mother-in-law. Anyway, I... She just sent me a message literally just now, too. I need to read that. I'll read that tomorrow. I need to, I'm ready to just go to sleep. Anyway, all right. The wandering man Solomon describes is not merely out for a stroll. He's wandering away from responsibility and into trouble. That's exactly what I did. After my divorce, I was Mr. Wander. He called me Stevie Wander. Get it. Anyway, avoid danger and punishment. Be sensible and take cover within God's covenant and and agenda. Being a mourning person can be a blessing unless you force it on others until they curse you. It's funny. Yeah, everybody has that really bubbly person at their job that they work with. It comes in all smiley, like, good morning. How's everyone doing? Did you have a great weekend? So good to see you. I've already had 10 cups of coffee. I'm so energetic and happy. <laughs> so, I mean, we need people like that. Because that's what my dad's other supervisor said. I was like, do you have any, any uh, memories of my father or any... Thing just to say about him or anything and uh, he just said he, my dad always had a smile on his face and um, that is that just uh, made me feel good because I don't know a lot of times when I would see Pops at home he didn't seem always that happy um, but when he went to work, he knew how to, I knew he didn't want to be in that plant every day, but he did it anyway, because that's what he had to do. And um, it's good to know people, somebody noticed his smile. Yeah, there's nothing but good things to say about him so far, which I already expected. Anyway, it's good to have a good, well, they say attitude determines your altitude. Here he is, keep going. 
The nagging wife needs to spend some time with the wife of noble character, described in Proverbs 31, verse 10 through 31. We're almost there, y'all. We're almost there. We'll be at Proverbs 30. I'll probably try to knock it out tomorrow. Get Make it to just knock out the rest of Proverbs. I think next we have Ecclesiastes. That'll be interesting. All right, we need friends who will challenge and sharpen our thinking, help us make good decisions, and help us hone our spiritual lives until they are razor sharp. Good friends work to rub off dull edges and make each other better. That's why we need ministries and churches that are full of men and women talking about more than work, the weather, and sports. Hmm. It's funny, those are like the go-tos when people have nothing to talk about. They talk about work, weather, sports. What's in your heart reflects who you are. Just as the grave is never satisfied, but always claims more corpses, so also the greedy person never has enough. The cure for the cycle is a heart that regularly expresses gratitude to God. One more note here. When an honorable man is placed in the crucible of life, the godliness stored up in his heart will be seen and people will praise him. Just like they've done for my dad. Likewise, when hard times grind a fool, you'll see the foolishness that was with, within him all along. Lord, thank you for this word. I just thank you for allowing my brother and I to see another day. Just being able to spend time with my mom and stepdad and stepbrother. I just pray um, blessings on blessings on blessings on our family and our extended fiancé family. I pray as my brother and I continue to make plans for dad's funeral out there in Virginia and have to navigate all this business stuff tomorrow with the cremation and going forward and all that kind of stuff. Lord, I just pray that you order our steps, give us the words to say, pray for favor with everyone we come in contact with. Uh, pray for a discount <laughs> on dad's uh, cremation. You know, this stuff is not cheap. And uh, what else, Lord? Just, I just pray, Lord, your yoke is easy, your burden is light. I just pray that the next week, month, just as we navigate these this road, Lord, that they would just feel like a sword in the stone where we're just lightly pulling off the sword and not tugging on it like if planning dad's life dad's like planning our life moving on the whole process of just moving on and getting closure if that is represented in the sword i pray that we would just lightly pull on that sword and it would just come out easily and maybe like wearing a little tiny backpack versus carrying a big old luggage carry-on backpack versus big old luggage lord so yeah we give you we cup our hands lord i give you the situation with seeing the kids um and co-parenting i give you all of my sadness um other emotions that you know about god and only you know give you my brother's emotions and we just 
ask for your faith, your faith, your faith, as we know we inch closer and closer to that promised land where we won't have to deal with any more sorrow, any more grief, any more worries or fears, and no more bills, no more pain, no more loneliness, no more jealousy. I can go on and on, Pop. I mean, God, Lord. Anyway, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done, all that you're doing. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. God bless you. And take care. Have a good night. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages or the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen. Lord Jesus, give me water. I know Jesus gave me water. Jesus gave me water, and it was not from the well. Singing, Jesus gave me water. I know Jesus gave me.